Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. I'm your host, Kat Burdett, wellbeing coach, eternal nomad, and self-love enthusiast. Come join me on a journey as I deep dive into what it really takes to achieve that happy, content state of being. The goal of this show is to bring you those feel-good vibes, expand your learning, and encourage your own personal growth so that you can discover what well-being means for you. I'll be exploring every and any genre, including health, mindset, spirituality, and much more. So get ready for a juicy, mind-opening, raw, and real experience where no topic is off limits. I hope this helps you to feel good. Hello everybody, welcome back to the show. I hope you're having a wonderful week. I am currently sat in my room with COVID. (laughs) Of all the things that a wellbeing coach or mentor can get, who'd have thought that I'd get COVID? Twice actually. Um, But you know what, I feel well enough to record a podcast and because I've been in my little room of isolation, (laughs) I've had a lot of time to reflect on things in general. Um, So excuse my sniffly voice and me sniffing. (laughs) One of the things that I've been deeply reflecting on this week is, unfortunately, uh, one of my friends has recently lost his life. Um, He wasn't a super close friend, But nevertheless, I saw him every day in Costa Rica and he was a lovely person and very popular, very kind, very sweet. And it was a tragic accident. And um, so, well, firstly, I wanted to dedicate this episode to him. But when you lose somebody, um, it does tend to make you think about your own life about where it's going, what you've done so far, and you start to evaluate what's important to you and what do you want in your life. And it's times like this when I can't re-emphasize the point enough that we really need to do what makes us happy and stop doing what we think other people want us to do. Because it's our life and look, We don't know how long we've got. Let's be realistic here. You don't know. And just like in that past episode that I just published with my friend Sarit, you know, she was she was given a second chance. In fact, something that's not mentioned is this is the second time that she's had the choice to come back. And so if you want to hear more on that episode, then you'll need to go back and just listen to the last one. It's an incredible story. Anyway, I'm here today to talk about the importance of living your life for you and for nobody else. We don't know the future, but what we can guarantee is that one day we're not going to be around anymore. And I don't mean to sound all depressing by saying that, but that's just the facts of life. Why should we shy away from what's real? and what we know is going to happen. However, the beauty of knowing this is that we can then focus on what we want. And not only this, but we can, we can do it 
without letting other people affect us. When you realise your own mortality, it gives you this hidden confidence because you think, I've only got a certain amount of time here and it stops you worrying about the opinions of others. And let's face it, what, what does their opinions actually matter to you and your life anyway? You can live your life as the most perfect, stand-up human being, but there will be somebody out there to criticise you. There will be someone out there who disagrees with you. Look, it doesn't matter who you are and what you do, because there are people that are going to love you and there are people that are going to hate you. And there are people that probably think I'm absolutely insane for doing this podcast. And you know what? I got over that because for that very reason, I thought, well, sod them. (laughs) Because all that actually matters is that you're following your passion, that you're doing something that you love and you're giving value to the world by doing that. Something my spiritual teachings have taught me And this is not from any particular one person. This is just from a culmination of everything I've learned from the books I've read, from the mentors I've had, from my own personal experiences, from the in-person classes that I've attended in Nosara. It's simply this, that we are not here just for us. We are here to serve. We are here to serve in some way. This could be small, this could be huge. You don't have to become the prime minister of the country. You you don't have to become some super famous A-list celebrity. You don't have to become David Bowie or Mother Teresa. I can't believe I just put those two in the same sentence. (laughs) No, your contribution can be something much, much smaller. The point is that you are contributing and you're contributing in a way that lights you up, that makes you happy, that brings you joy. For me, that's doing this podcast, that's helping as many people as I can with their well-being, helping people to feel good, helping people to work through their inner turmoil. And it's all come because of what I went through. Everything you go through is there to help you grow and evolve. And the reason for this is so you can give back. And maybe that's not clear to you right now, but this is what it's all about. And you may be asking, well, how does she know this? And that's a great question. And my response to that would be, I just know because I've connected to source, I felt the love, I felt the energy, I felt the oneness. And that oneness has shown me that we are interconnected. Everyone is connected to every single person, every single thing breathing and living on this earth. And not just that, but the skies the ocean, the trees, the ground, the soil, 
everything. Everything is connected. And we are all here to help one another and to serve one another. We are a whole life form that's a part of this glorious infinite universe that we don't fully understand or comprehend and we don't know all the answers. That is clear. But this feeling that I'm talking about, this feeling of oneness, of connectedness, of moving forward, of helping each other, it's not just me who says this. So all the conversations that I've had with my spiritual friends, all the information that I've learned from my my gurus, from spiritual teachers who've been around a lot longer than me, and other people that have been through spiritual awakenings will tell you exactly the same thing. There is a force greater than us driving us forward. And do you know what that force is? It's love. If you've been lucky enough to connect, if you've been lucky enough to have that experience of connection, or you've tasted the afterlife, you will know that the feeling that you get is nothing short of peace, serenity, and this overwhelming feeling of love. There's a quote that says, love is the most powerful energy in the universe. And I personally believe that this is because it is the driving force to our existence, not just you and me and the planet to the entire universe. And therefore, in saying this, trusting that feeling of love can only lead you to a place of well-being. And this is something that I have trusted in my life. And I've chosen to follow that feeling of love, of expansion, of joy, over a feeling of fear, a feeling of worry. I know this sounds super cliche, but love really is more powerful than fear. And it really is the answer not just the answer, it is the direction. And I know I sound like some religious preacher when I'm talking like this, but I'm not actually interested in religion per se. However, I'm not offended by it necessarily anymore. I used to be. Um, uh, But I do believe that in every religion, there is a lot of good. And I personally feel that Some things have been skewed, but if you read between the lines, there's always an underlying message. And the underlying message in every biblical text is love. It's to follow love. So if you think about it, if if that is the driving force energy of the universe, then that is in itself the divine, universal intelligence, God, source, whatever you want to call it. That is the definition. And so therefore, it kind of makes sense to me when you hear, um, I think it's in Christianity, when they say God is within you, God is everywhere, and is a part of you. That makes sense to me now. It never used to make sense before, and I used to think, what the heck are they talking about? But actually, of course, it makes sense, because 
we all get to feel love. We all get to feel that wonderful sensation. And so that in itself is the substance of the universe, the energy of the universe running through us. And I just find that such a beautiful concept. And whether you believe in religion or not, or universal intelligence, you can't deny that when you love, there's no better feeling. When you're in love, there's no better feeling. When you're giving love and receiving love, what's better than that? What makes you feel better than love? And now let's look at the opposite. What happens when, when you're in fear? when you're scared, when you're worried, those are not nice feelings. And actually we know that when we're constantly in a state of stress and fear, it's extremely bad physiologically for our body and can put us in ill health. Let's also take a look at someone like, dare I say it, Donald Trump. Here is a man that's living so much in fear, so disconnected from his self, so obsessed with things that don't even matter. Where's his love? Where's his compassion? It's like he's been consumed by his own fear. And I feel sorry for the man because he clearly is missing a lot of love in his heart. And what do hurt people do? They hurt people. And this is why doing that inner work is so important. Because you never know what damage that you can do just from simply ignoring your own pain. Getting back to the love. <laughs> There's so much evidence in my own life to support this notion. And also from looking at other people's lives that I personally know. So for example, let's use me as an example here. I spent years of my life feeling really depressed, as I've told you before, completely unhappy with who I was, um, embarrassed about who I was, extremely shy, and just never felt comfortable in my own skin. And I also just couldn't lose that excess weight no matter what I did. And I basically hated myself, right? This was all coming from my own stuff, my own conditioning from before, and my lack of love for myself. I was also in a job that didn't fully satisfy me and it didn't serve me in the ways that were right for me. It was beginning to affect not just my mental health, but my physical health. And I just felt like I was going around in circles all the time. Why did I do this to myself? Because I was listening to what society wanted me to do and not to myself. Things only began changing for me when I started taking better care of myself. And eventually, this grew into a deep love. And miraculously, the weight started coming off. The, the mental weight started coming off as well. I felt a lot lighter in my body 
in every possible way, physiologically and emotionally. And I started pursuing the things that I loved, pursuing the things that were of interest to me and set my soul on fire, which was life coaching. (laughs) I'd found my own way to help people that felt right for me, my own way to give back my dharma, my purpose. And through this one decision, my life has just got bigger and better and continues to get bigger and better the further in I go, the deeper I go. I've met the most incredible friends through doing this. I've traveled to the most amazing places and it all started with self-care and expanding upon the love for myself. By loving myself first, I have been able to give so much back to the world. And just as I said that, of course, the recording got to 17 minutes and 17 seconds. And uh, 17 is my special lucky number for those of you that aren't aware. (laughs) It is my sign. (laughs) Actually, while we're on that topic, let's just clarify about the signs, shall we? So whilst you're on your, your mission of love, and you're following that feeling of expansion over contraction, and you're trusting yourself, and you're growing, and you're taking care of yourself, there are going to be signs along the way, universal guidance. (laughs) Now, (laughs) some of you might be thinking, what a load of rubbish, Kat, what are you talking about? But look, I used to think that too, okay? And then I had a spiritual awakening, and then my whole life turned upside down. So, Hear me out, guys. Um, I could tell you so many stories. I could tell you so many stories about the number 17. Um, But it appears to me all the time. And it's my sign to say that I'm on the right path. Um, So (laughs) the story I I like to... I'll quickly share this with you. So the number 17 is just a sign that I've realized that means that I'm on the right path, as I say. And part of me didn't really want to come back from Costa Rica, but I just knew intuitively that it was time to come back and I needed to go back to work in the hospital for a little bit. So when I flew from Nasara to San Jose, I go grab a coffee and then she handwrites on the on the bill, hashtag 17, number 17. And I was like, oh, well, of course it is. Then I get off the terminal at Miami to change planes and the gate number that I get off at is number 17, literally. I'm not making this up. (sighs) So then I fly back to London Heathrow. My mum meets me. Um, We just pop into the loos and um, (laughs) or the washroom and then (laughs) uh, mum disappears into the loo and I wait for her and I'm opposite a door and I look up the door. I look up at the door and guess what number it is? 17. Okay, so then I start my job at the hospital. And um, this is actually the room that I'm talking to you in right now. And it's hospital accommodation that I've lived in before and I'm a bit freaking out with my friend. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to. And she's like, 
come on, calm down. Anyway, I go drop my stuff off and I run back down to the car where she's guarding all my things. And I say, Donna, you never guess what? She's like, you're in room 17, aren't you? I said, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, come on, guys. How can that be a coincidence? How can that be a coincidence? And I also see this number literally, oh, my God, I don't know. I see it like six times a day, six times a day. I mean, it's not a common number. It's not like number one or number two or do you know what I mean? So anyway, it's all I'm saying, all I'm saying. I don't know how these things work, but I just know that if I see that number, it's a very, very good sign. <laughs> so I urge you to pay attention to the signs. And sometimes they come, or a lot of the times, they come in the form of what they call angel numbers. That's where you get repeating numbers. So they're very clear. So it's like 111, 222, 333. Um, so yeah, just pay attention to things that keep coming up in your life and it might not just be numbers it might be something else it might be a symbol it might be um I don't know it could be anything it could be anything but if there's something that just keeps presenting itself to you take notice of that because there's a message in there somewhere and it might be there to support you or show you the way I do laugh at myself because literally if I'd been talking about this a couple of years ago I would have just thought, what a load of bollocks. <laughs> but clearly I'm a changed woman. So there we go. You never know when your life's going to change. <laughs> I feel like the best thing we can all do is to just be more open-minded. And to just be open to new experiences. And just playing with it a bit, you know. It, it doesn't have to be all serious. It can actually be quite fun and it should be fun you know this is like a a big experiment isn't it why we're all here we don't really know why but you know we're playing this game of life so why not play along a bit and have a bit of a laugh that's what I say doesn't all have to be so serious so with that said please make sure that you are doing the things you love that you are following your passions that you are living for you because this is the essence of life this is showing yourself ultimate love and this will lead you into the very thing that you are here for we all have our roles we all play our part we are all here for a reason that i am certain of and we are here to serve we are here to to contribute to whatever this beautiful, complex universe is, we are here to contribute in some way. And also to expand our own evolvement. And side note, please know that I'm not just coming out with all of this because I've been sat in my room for three days. This is actually <laughs> um, something that's very much a part of my journey and that I've been exploring for some time now. <laughs> Um, and it was just the right time to share it with you all. And as much as I am now a spiritual person, it doesn't necessarily mean that I have all the answers, that I'm clear on everything. Not at all. Not at all. Nobody is. 
But what I do trust is how I feel. And this has been a huge lesson to me, especially in the past two years. Always trust how you feel. And you always know when something is good for you or not. But it's just up to you to act upon that in the correct way. It's a bit like those situations when, um, this is for the ladies, when there's this bad boy that's basically like your own personal brand of heroin or something. <laughs> and you you can't get enough of that person and they're just so beautiful and they make you go weak at the knees and they're like this drug, like you feel like they make you feel so good in the moment, but you know that they're just gonna make you feel really shit the next day and gonna harm your health. You're coming from a place of your your ego and instant gratification over a place of your higher self or what's gonna serve you best. So just something to be conscious of there. When faced with a decision, just take a moment to pause Drop into your body, get out of your head and think, how does this feel to me? Does this feel like a good decision or does this feel like a bad decision? And then it's completely up to you what you do, but uh, at least you've thought about it and hopefully you'll learn the lessons from your decision, <laughs> whatever it may be. I guess what this episode is all about is really my biggest life lessons over the past couple of years. And uh, the biggest one really has been to listen to myself and to do what makes me happy, to do what feels intuitively right, that's probably completely illogical to most people, but it feels good and right for me. And not from a hedonistic perspective, just from a higher self perspective and to follow those feelings of love, to make them grow bigger, to feel the fear and do it anyway. I choose to not let fear win anymore. I choose to do those scary things that feel exciting, that feel good to me, that light of fire under my belly. And this is what makes me happiest. Out of this has grown my purpose. It's helped me to make the most incredible friends from all over the world. My personal growth has been exponential and I'm giving back so much more than I was ever capable of doing before. I've loved every minute and I continue to love my journey, love my life and just love to see how life surprises me. So my loves, I hope you're doing something that is lighting you up, that you are following your passion bravely without worry about what anyone else thinks. And you're just going for it because you know that you've got that one life to live and you're ready to fill it with all the things that make you happy and you're doing it from a place of love. If you are feeling a little bit stuck, then the way to become unstuck is to just literally start pursuing the things that interest you. Start exploring them with no pressure and just allow things to unfold and see where they take you. Be open and aware of opportunities coming your way 
And if you get that feeling, I should say, when you get that feeling inside of you, that spark, that flame that you can't put out, that is the thing for you. That's the thing that you need to go after. And that's the thing that's going to make you feel so freaking incredible. And I know it's scary because it's really hard to let those societal walls fall down and unravel all that conditioning. But it can be done because I've done it and many other people have done it too. And there is a way out, there is a way forward and there's a happier way than where you're currently at if you're currently in that place where you feel stuck. If you would like my help in getting out of this place and you're literally feeling trapped like you just can't escape, then please reach out to me. Obviously, my details are always in the show notes. I am here for you if you would like my support. This is the work I've done myself and it is very transformative and very powerful. So if you're looking to get out, if you're looking for an escape route, but you can't seem to find the exit, then I can definitely help point you in the right direction. (laughs) And as Morpheus said, I can show you the door, but you are the one that has to walk through it. (laughs) I do love the Matrix. So sad, I know. Anyway, I just want you to know I believe in you. You can do it. You are worthy. And I love you. I do hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have and it's helped you, then please leave me a star rating on Spotify and a review on iTunes would be awesome as this helps the show to grow. And share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with anybody that you think it would be beneficial to. This in itself is an act of love and it will make me feel very loved as well. And finally, here is my little sign-off message for you all today. Love has nothing to do with what you are expecting to get, only with what you are expecting to give, which is everything. Have a wonderful week, guys and girls. I will see you soon.